casual sex. Thank you. <laughs> Who out there is a fan of casual sex? Yeah, right? Who isn't? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. This is our first ever live show. These are my lovely hosts. I'm, my name is Rosa, and I am the producer. Uh, we just celebrated one year, our first year of doing the show for X-Ray FM. So we're so happy to be here. Thank you so much to Kelly's Olympian for hosting us. Very gracious, very accommodating. Uh, so Carrie Cohen and Leslie Harper. That's Dr. Carrie Cohen. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. My apologies, Dr. Carrie Cohen. Uh, so this is how it's going to work. I know everyone out there got some index cards. You can write down any question, comment relating to sex, love, relationships, and we'll collect them probably in about 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, anyone who, we're, we're going to do another round of live question asking. If anyone wants to get on this microphone, which I know you do, right? Yeah. So we'll do that maybe. Oh, Rosa. <laughs> I love so it. So adorable. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, um, but also, the, whatever you say on here, incidentally, will be on the air on Thursday. Because this show will be airing on Thursday on X-Ray FM. Yeah. Yeah, so no swearing. No oh, gosh. bad word. No, we can just I do it all the time, and they just bleep it out. They bleep it out. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, we are recording this live. It's gonna go on the air, as Leslie was saying, next Thursday night on X-Ray FM at 9 p.m. Uh, and this show is actually benefit for X-Ray, so we're supporting independent media here. Uh, yes, X-Ray. Um, so I'm gonna turn it over to your esteemed hosts, and then after uh, they are done maybe about an hour, uh, Laughing in the Dark with Sarah Jones Woo! will be coming on. Yeah. Woohoo! And she's got some comedians who, will sh who she will introduce better than I will. Okay. Yeah. You're so lucky. They're so lucky. They have like comedians to come on yeah. to make this so much more exciting. I need we a don't comedian. have that. Yeah, can we I have need, a comedian? Can we have a comedian? Mm -hmm. Can someone we give me a comedian? That. Stat. Sometimes we are, um, if we're low energy, we feel like we, we'll look at each other uh, when we're in the studio and we'll be like, NPR people. <laughs> uh -huh. we're, like, where we're like, hey, so did you enjoy your week? Yeah, <laughs> which is actually how, how we're going to start. Did, about we're going to talk about our week, but we're not going to talk about it like that. We're going to try to have a little bit of energy. Well, we usually, I have a lot. We usually try to start to start by talking about how our week was right. sexually. Well, we, I, you know. My, my weeks are generally... Leslie, Leslie never has anything to say about that. I, <laughs> I, I have a much more exciting wah, wah, wah. sex life. We need our, uh, <laughs> I know, our sound effects I thing. Know. I'm in a, a six-year uh, monogamous relationship. <laughs> She's in a monogamous relationship, <laughs> and there's so some that's how her flow. sex life goes. There's some ebb and flow. Yeah. yeah. Right now it's ebbing a little bit. Yeah. I have a sex Mostly because my child is like living in our bedroom. Right. Because she's having tons of anxiety. Right. And, you know... That's okay, but yeah. it, it really doesn't do wonders. And for sometimes we make mistake of of talking too much about that, of talking too much about like what's happening with our children, which is like as you know is not it's relevant. It's interesting that I just brought that up, and you're like sometimes we make the mistake of talking too much about that. <laughs> but because it's it's relevant to our yeah. sex 
and relationship lives, but we have to be mm. careful about how, how much we, you know, how, how we far we We should also we be careful that. about how much we judge <laughs> another person's experience when that person is the co-host. <laughs> I have two Not kids. all of us are just running around. All. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have two kids, but you also just, you know. Well... I'm not. Get to run about and get all kinds of action. Well, I'm not. I'm not upset about I'm it. I'm not in a six-year monogamous relationship. That's the difference. I know, but I am. Yeah. My my uh, I uh, my most bah, recent bah, bah. thing has been has been that we talked about last week last time we were on the air, which was actually two weeks ago, was that I had a breakup, and mm-hmm. we had to spend the whole week talking about how sad Carrie was. Yeah. It wasn't I, just that hour. <laughs> um, and yet, I've still had sex. Yeah, That's how see, good I am. See? But we, sometimes we spend a little too much time talking, talking about, about how much that. sex Carrie has. Yeah. We gotta be careful about that. But, uh, so here, but here's the deal for those of you who don't know. This is a sex and relationship advice show. So it's not just about our own... Uh, sex and relationship stories, which matter, of course, to the show, but um, I, I'm actually a therapist, I'm a psychologist, and I specialize in sex and relationships, and that's how this whole show started. And, um, and so I wanted to do a radio show that could make it, you know, it's called casual sex, not like, not like ooh, casual, it's more like, like, let's talk casually about sex. Mm-hmm. And and then of course what comes out of that is talking about relationships. And then Leslie. Well, and also what comes out of that is we get like a million emails a, a week of like, yeah of men who are like, hi, I'm interested in casual sex. I'm interested in. Do you have a woman who's like they're like I'd like an for, Asian woman. Who's, I'm looking for an Asian woman between yeah. the ages of yeah. 16 and, thir- and and 20. Yeah, but I set up a who weighs 100 pounds. Yeah, but I set up a. a a response that just happened like it's like it's just a, a, a response that happens anytime we get any mm-hmm. like someone just because they usually just write hi mm-hmm. that's the other thing hi. hi because men and now you do all the work and, yeah mm-hmm. because men and then and then the, the response sorry men but and my response is like we are we are a radio show that is an advice show around around sex and relationships if you're interested in having casual sex please go away far away go far far away <laughs> Yeah, We're not and it's funny though because it's an auto response, and so we actually this woman wrote something like a real question, and then she automatically got that response, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I know. But like we for get the first so time, few, someone actually has because it's always so like few of them, you know, hi. That's why hi, this is how this is how it reads if you go down the messages. Hi, 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 hi. Um, can I join? Yeah. Um, I'm looking for looking I'm looking for, for casual woman. sex with a woman. Yeah. Can I get casual sex here? Who wants it's, to? Who who wants? Uh, uh, I'll use the proper. Radio Cunnilingus right now. Yeah, he's like, I'm really good at going down. I'm like, so no one, no one. I, yeah, nobody's mm-hmm. interested. I mean, lots of people, but no. Unfortunately, not with you. No, not if you're like writing mm-hmm. a, a Facebook. This guy earlier tonight. I don't think he's in here right now, but even if he was, I'd still say it. He was like, so how do I get casual sex? And I was like, I, and I looked at him. I was like, I don't know. Like judging from like this this experience, this interaction we've had, which I realize has been brief. Pay for it. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, burn!" And I was like, "Yeah." I know, but, but who I was, asked for I that? I really meant it, though. Who even asked that way? Get some game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but we do have some. So throughout the so, as Rosa let you know, 
we uh, have handed out index cards to get your responses. So we have um, a challenge when we're on the air. We call it a text challenge. We'll call it a written challenge tonight. But it is to tell us simply what's like the craziest place you've had sex because people love to people love telling that and they're always like they're always like I had it outside <laughs> you know people what? think it's no really way. it's really fascinating and, and different on the floor yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it wasn't in a bed but um, if that's so, crazy for you that's fine I'm not not, not to, again that's not to keep you from writing something because we really need your we really want to actually hear what you, where you, the craziest place you've had sex, which may not be that crazy, you know. I don't know what you do. It's subjective. But, um, but, um, but then the other, then there's also index cards available to you to give us questions or comments just in general related to sex and mm -hmm. relationships because again, we are actually like that's what that's what the show is. It's an advice show, and um, I am a therapist. Leslie is a, 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 a super uh There's always this like, what is she? I don't know. Sidekick? I know, we never... I'm no, a former never. hooker. Yeah, she is, but she's also... <laughs> but that's... I, know, I don't use it. Escort, um, we call it. But also, escort. But also, yeah, like has probably had more experience than me in various ways, but then also is just super intelligent and like probably smarter than most people. So I, I feel like, you know, uh, but I also we have work, a lot to offer. Just so you know, like nowadays what I do is I work as an advocate and support person for she people. She doesn't have sex for money who are anymore. Incarcerated. I don't, although I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was good money. Um, but I, I am ruling it out actually. But I what I, I do actually support services for people. I do support for people who are incarcerated and I teach for Stanford. So it's not like, you know, I have nothing going on. No. It's, it's always this thing when we're talking where she's like, I'm a therapist and she's a doctor and then she's like, and Leslie, and it's always this thing of like, well Leslie well, <laughs> and, it, and so I was like, we really need to actually like peg down what yeah, we're going to we say do. about me we do. when this comes up because it's typically this kind of like, Leslie, you know, well, Leslie, she had lots of sex. <laughs> so ask her stuff. I have had lots of sex. Yeah. It's true. Your number is probably higher than mine. Oh, my number is higher than um, most people's. Yeah. I would say I'm in the percentile. Like if you, so for example, when I was younger, even before I was an escort, um, I would, because it's Portland and, and I've been here for a long time and um, you know, it used to be that you, you couldn't like, you know, walk down the street without seeing someone that you knew. Uh, it's changed significantly, but I would be like at a table having drinks with like, you know, 10 people. And I would all of a sudden realize I had slept with everyone at the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, that's weird. What if I said that right now? <laughs> hey guys, do you realize I've slept with all of you? <laughs> No, I don't know if I ever did. Maybe I did, because again, no filters. <laughs> Whatever pops into my brain typically comes out of my mouth. Problematic. Well, we we got uh, we do have some. Um, our producer was kind enough to write down for us uh, questions and comments that we got throughout the week until we can hear from you guys. So we thought we would start going through them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Although I do want to say one thing. I'm wearing um, clothes that are appropriate for, for going outside. And when we do this in the studio, I'm often wearing like yoga pants or like pajamas or whatever. And so I wanted to say this because I thought yeah. it would be, this morning we were talking about this, I thought it would be really funny if I showed up tonight wearing like old maternity pants, you know, <laughs> with like with like a like busted, like spent band, you know, and like maybe like an old ZZ Top t-shirt with like Dorito <laughs> dust all over it. Because we're still on radio. And I'd be like, yeah, ask me, I know. You can trust me. <laughs> I know all about sex and relationships. 
We actually, but it is a radio show, so it doesn't matter what we look like. Just it doesn't. So you know. Which is why I'm wearing my uh, Chanel vintage. Vintage, 1952. Uh, yes. There's only five of these. And I am, so. and I am, I am wearing my uh, Stevie Stevie Nicks inspired uh, outfit that uh, inspired. Uh, You're on the radio. She didn't like create it for you. Well, uh, yeah, right. She made it, you mean? Yes, yeah. right, exactly. She sewed it by hand. Yeah. So we it was probably ba- during basically the, the point fueled. the point being we look amazing. Right. We look amazing. Yeah. And I'm glad that all 700 of you <laughs> are here to enjoy. Yeah. To take us in. Thanks for being here. I wish yeah. you could talk to each and every one of you, but there's so many of you. I don't know if and that's going to be possible tonight. No, it probably won't. I'll meet be. you at the back so door. Many. I'll sign autographs or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, we'll be available. And it's true. Like, there's so many of you, and also, like, at this point, we can't see any of you, and that's the best part. Yeah. Like, either could be 700 of you. We don't know. I'm just pretending. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. So let's look at let's look at some of these. Let's uh, do it. Let's. Uh, what, what should we? You want start me to read with? one? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So um, incidentally, uh, yeah, people can write in throughout the week, and so we get emails and uh, voicemails and things X-ray, like that. X-ray. Uh, it's it's at uh, advice at x-ray.fm if you if you advice too at want. x-ray.fm. Yeah, that's the email address. Um, okay. I was recently cheated on, and I'm horribly heartbroken. I have no idea what to even do with my days. I feel like a zombie. It makes me sick to look at her, and we're still living together. Ooh. Um, how can I deal with this pain? Mm. This is the problem with not having people like write in to answer my questions about that. Um, geez, still living together. See, because if we were on the air and they could text in again, I'd be like, "Why still living together? What mm. is it like?" A, I mean, I can assume probably it's out of necessity. It's probably out of necessity. And and probably also because. Uh, you know, or, or possibly because they're hoping to work through it. Oh. You know that period of time when you know it's over, but you still kind of like, okay, we're going to try for a little bit longer. That's like the most awful. T- Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That time when you're like, okay, uh, like this has happened and we're all really miserable, but we're going to keep trying for a little bit longer, mostly because the lease runs up at this point in time and I don't have any money and you're paying the rent or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just... Not from experience, but yeah. <laughs> you know. I, I, the part, the part of that, that, that text or message or whatever that that strikes me the most is the issue of, of the cheating, and the the feeling that comes up for most people when they've been cheated on, um, and the ways in which it's so difficult to separate like what actually happened from their sense of worth, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Usually, when there's another person involved, it's really difficult to have a sense of yourself as okay. You know what I mean? Like there's, the, it hits way too hard for most people uh, around uh, whether they're worthwhile, and they wind up comparing themselves, of course, and and feeling like, well, there must be something about me that isn't enough. And so, I, I guess what I would say to this person, uh, first and foremost, is that. Of course, that's where one goes, but that's that's never the case. It's never about whether you were enough, or it's ne- and it's never about whether um, you're a worthwhile person. So actually, it's the same thing that I hear a lot with so with my clients when they get rejected. Which rejection is something where I always say, um, I hear that you're taking it personally, and they're like, 
yeah, mm-hmm. rejection. Because it's per- personal. It feels personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what I always say is no, it, it totally isn't because you're not for everybody and you're just not that you know that person. And everybody's not for you. Right. Exactly. Um, and that it has nothing to do with your lovability or your desirability and who you are as a person. And so I, I you know. I mean, I really get it because I have, I personally struggle with stuff around, my stuff is all, I, I have so much stuff around like other, another person that's such a big deal for me. But I also know that that's my wound and it has nothing to do with what's actually happening in the real world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I imagine that this guy, guy? Yeah, I don't know, well, maybe, maybe it, guy. Unless it's a, two women. Right. Uh, is, uh, I just imagine it's really hard, it's really hard for this person. And, and, how, and how much this person needs to get away from, how much she, he needs to get away from her. Well, and, and also, I, I think, you know, it's really an issue of trust, too, right? Like, it's yeah. a feeling of betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I think, I was actually just discussing this with a friend earlier tonight in this bar about monogamy mm. and how, you know, I personally don't think that is a natural thing monogamy. Mm. I don't think that we are naturally set up to engage in, in monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that we have evolved to a point where we have chosen mm-hmm. um, to do that to some extent. I am in a relationship with someone who wants monogamy and I have chosen that mostly <laughs> because I, want, I, I really love him and so we are together. But it's difficult for me because I've never been in a monogamous relationship before this. I mean, I've been in relationships that were supposed to be monogamous. <laughs> but, you know, there's always a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then there's me going, I'm not going to tell him because that's selfish because he'll just get upset. Um, that, again, might be justification, but it also, there is some validity to that. So I think that what happens is that people get really hurt and there's ego involved in that. If, mm-hmm. you, have, you, know, if you have sex with someone else, if someone has sex with someone else and then you find out about it, it's, it's hugely ego and jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, I, I don't know how this person found out about the cheating, if the person told them or whatever. I mean, there's so many questions that are unanswered around what happened here. Um, but I think ultimately, if you want to be with someone and they've cheated on you and you're dealing with the betrayal, then you have to look at the underlying hurt. Like, where is it coming from? Is it coming from ego? Is it coming from, you know, where is it coming from? And then start there and have a discussion about it, right? Like, yes, that, and so often, so often the assumption is, um, at this point, I mean, there's two assumptions. One is that the person who cheated is just, you know, a, a, a jerk. Like, a garbage you know, person. It's just a, a horrible person, which is ridiculous not. and not true. And then the other assumption is that, is that well, there's something about our relationship that made this person cheat. Mm-hmm. But actually, so often it's what you're saying, which is that we're actually not really um, built for... It, it's, it, we're not built for monogamy, but then the problem... It, that's not really the problem. The problem is that we're... That, the assumption is that we're supposed to be monogamous and we're not supposed to question it or mm-hmm. you know, or have any um, thought around it or any discussions in the relationship as to what feels right for the people in the relationship. And so then when cheating happens, the assumption is, well, you're just a horrible person that you did that to me. Right, and because we've been conditioned this way, it's really difficult for a lot of people to imagine that they're fully loved. Yeah, if at the same someone time. If ha- someone has yeah. a sexual you know, relation, or not even relationship, but experience outside yeah. of that. Yeah. That it means that they're not enough or not loved enough. Yeah. And really that's not about, like love and sex can actually be um, 
Two separate things. Two separate things. Yes. And oftentimes they are. Yeah. You know. And that is totally something that we get from our culture that they're supposed to be intertwined all the time, which is such mm -hmm. garbage. Like I always think about that as a parent, that we're supposed to tell our children, well, you should wait until you're, you know, in love. And it's like, you know, because the best, the best sex happens when you're in love, which is like totally not true. And we all know that's true. Come on. That's just not true. Okay, I, I'm gonna interrupt. Oh. I know they could just talk forever. Yeah. Um, but there's some really awesome stuff, and like so many people wrote stuff down. I want to make oh, sure okay. we can get to it all. Let's do it. Um, Let's do it then. So I have two piles here. One is oh, first of all, I'd like to open up the mic if anyone wants to ask their question live uh, on the mic. <laughs> Crickets. Okay. No, no, um, no. But you know what? I would like to open, as we're having discussions, in fact, uh, sometimes things will come up organically for you around the discussion. If that happens, please raise your hand. I know it's dark back there, but Rosa will be looking for Absolutely. hands. Absolutely. Please you do. You can interject or add comments or whatever. This is the, the list of crazy places okay. people have. Oh, oh my God. I just said a bad word. Bleep it. <laughs> Rosa. I'm going to bury that away for later because... I'm usually the one who does that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's let's spread them out and I see. I don't know um, what this means exactly. <laughs> Come on now. Oh yeah. I don't even. Of course, of course they can. Um. Okay. All right. What should we? Let's see. This um, is like we're playing a game and you're. you're I'm doing your your tarot. Ace is high. Card. No, I'm doing your tarot cards right now, and we're like, we're uh, we're mm -hmm. laying out what your future will be. And they're cool. all death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all death. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean if every card is death? Well, there's only one death card, so I think it means magic. <laughs> don't even, don't even get started with that. Okay. Oh, with magic. Oh, yeah. with magic. Okay, this is one of my favorite Carrie Cohen quotes. So I'm in a room, which you know happens often. So we're having some drinks. We had some drinks, and then I'm up in a room, and I'm like, you know, staying over because I had too many drinks. Happens, and. Uh, she's got this little sort of like shrine, this weird thing of like some, some candles and there's some stuff. And I, I start walking over to it and I was like, what's this? And she goes like this. Oh, don't get near that. That's black magic. I'm a witch. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was a lot of information. <laughs> in like five seconds. I was like, let me take all that in like piece by piece. <laughs> That's black magic. I'm a witch. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> so I'm still processing that. The only, the only part that I didn't want you to tell anybody is the black magic part. Well. I don't care about the witch Too late. Stuff. Okay. Too late. I guess the bottom line is don't trust me. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like this one. Can anyone squirt? <laughs> Lots of people squirt. Not me. I don't. Because I, I want to, but I, I don't, don't think want I can. To. You, not everyone can. Like, there are people who can, and I have there to say. There are people say, who can and don't want to. I'm very happy I, that I can't. It's I not me. Not trust me. I want to. Yucky. I'm so glad I don't. I watched some squirting recently. People have tried. Though, that was really insane. Where I, <laughs> what do you mean you watched? It was on that IFeelMyself.com thing. Oh, oh, okay. right. And so it there's, a lovely, there's a lovely porn site. What? No, there's a lovely feminist porn it is. site a feminist called porn I, site. I feel myself. Feminist com. porn. It's feminist all women. Porn. If, you know. It's all run by women, and it's all just like kind of mm -hmm. real, actual like yeah. women there masturbating in a real there. way. Right? There's not like putting like long fake fingernails in their vagina. Right. Which doesn't happen. That's a different kind of thing. That's Women don't like that. We don't actually like being scraped from the inside. 
as little known facts. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already have to do paps and whatnot. We don't need it in our sex yeah, life. Yeah, it's enough. It's enough from the so, gynecologist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So uh, p- people do actually. Anyway, the, yeah. porn. And the porn. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was watching and, and she and I was like, there's got to be some kind of like spigot. Squ- I know. I've seen squirting. I mean, right, it was like, I thought she probably had like, like a, a tube like that a, was connected down her leg. Oh, I did it again. Sorry, Rosa. It's like, <laughs> it's like a fountain. It's crazy. It and was I'm, really something. Once again, so glad I cannot do that. Because what a mess. How gross. That's the problem is the mess. What a mess. I mean that is really the problem. I I can understand. I would, be, I would just be embarrassed. I I just uh, well I would be embarrassed because like if I'd probably down warn there, somebody. I'd be like by the way. <laughs> yeah, you'd warn somebody because if you're down there, if someone's down something's there, something's gonna happen. And you'd have to warn them. Yeah, and especially if they're down there. Oh my God, can you imagine? Just like like in the face. Wow, that must be a thing. I really have to talk to people. But I do. I need to I talk want, to someone P- who does that. PSA. PSA. It's okay to squirt. It's perfectly normal to squirt. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to take away from the fact that some it's people too do, late, and that's perfectly normal. Like, I'm so glad and fine. I, it's perfectly normal and fine. It's really too late. I'm just saying I don't that's want like to. That's like when you tell a kid like you've done everything wrong, and by the way, you're great. I mean, like you can't. You can't be like I'm so glad I can't do that. What a mess. Blah blah blah. But uh, by the way, it's okay. I just. I yeah. I, I mean, of course it's. it's of course fine. it's okay. It's because fine for other people. I'm happy for you if you can. <laughs> I, I know for a fact there. I mean, I, I don't. I, I no one's ever told me this, but I'm sure there are people who do squirt who wish they didn't. Yeah, I'm sure there are too. Because again, what a mess! Good lord, you guys <laughs> yeah, should really watch mess. this. I was just like, holy the cow! Mess is like you have to have like a plastic sheet. Yeah, it's too much. It's like it's not enough that like if you're heterosexual and you're already dealing with like men's stuff. You know what I mean? Like all the. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what she sheets? means? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, you already gotta like, like men stuff, you know <laughs> the things that come out of men. I know that I'm even just... okay, but incidentally, women who don't squirt got a, a lot of their own stuff. Oftentimes, well, exactly. That's enough. Trust me. Enough is enough. You know like, how men are always like, "Wow, yeah. you're so wet." Ooh, you're and so you're, wet. Like so, you must be really turned on, and I'm just like, "Nope, just nope. you know, typical just, vagina just for me." Just discharging, cleaning, just self-cleaning machine here. There's. Also, also just the cleaning time, my vagina. The time, the time when a guy was like, "You was just like, happened to be here." Yeah, the yeah. time when a guy was like, "Was like, I totally made you squirt," and I was like, "Actually, I peed a little. I've yeah. like, I've had two babies through my vagina, so." But I'll just let I'll no. let you have that. No, that was just pee. <laughs> that was actually I just peed a little. So now yeah. you can go and say that you have engaged in some like water sport. Yeah, yeah. If you want, if that makes you feel better about it. Water sport. God. It's, I don't know. I'm Mm. glad I don't. That's all I But really, that's always my favorite. I mean, it's been a long time since, you know, the, the, but that was always my favorite. Like, oh, you're so wet. And I'm just like, yeah, it's totally you, of course. Yes, exactly. I know, they're like, you're always so wet. And it's like, yeah, I'm cleaning. Yeah, you're right. I always am. I'm cleaning myself. That's true. (laughs) With or without you. I'm a functional machine all the time. Uh, okay. Anywho. When you're actually having sex during the act, you're smushed up against each other and moving around chaotically. True. So why does it matter what the other person looks like? You're just rubbing your parts together. Who said what it matters what what you look like? Of course it doesn't matter. Yeah. Enjoy yourself, dude. What? I imagine this is, you know what? This is a woman. This is Is a woman. Of course it is. Why do you Only women think about what they look like during sex. I disagree. Only women think about what their bodies, uh, they spend a lot of time, especially when we're younger, right? Not anymore. I don't 
I don't care anymore. But I'm just saying, like, when, yeah, when no, I was I, younger, I definitely ruined sex for myself by, you know, being like, oh, like, uh-oh, there's, like, a roll, like, in my stomach, and he's, he's going to be, I'm going to have to, I have to, like, pull in my stomach, you know? Totally. I think a lot of women do that to themselves. That's true. I don't, but, but not I, anymore. But I also but think that, I, I mean, I, I definitely know a lot of men who are concerned about how they look. Uh, yeah, I guess it, so. It, it, you know, especially, well, both sexually and otherwise. Like, I think most turns. people don't care what you look like. But I, yeah, I guess I don't really understand the. Mm-hmm. That's not what chemistry. I don't is. understand the the comment. I guess it doesn't matter what you look like. As no. lo- I mean, what all that matters is you're attracted to somebody. I guess. Yeah. And exactly. for me, that oftentimes, so I have this thing where I'm not like you know how oftentimes people will be like, "This is my type," right? Mm. Like you have a type. Uh, unavailable pot smokers. Right. <laughs> basically my type that's <laughs> basically it it really is actually. it really is it's been like <laughs> the story of my unbearable unavailable life unavailable stoners yeah so for me though like i don't but like there's a lot of people who have like a type where they'll be like i like you know this uh, like tall sinewy or like yeah. muscular or whatever i've never ever had that like when i'm attracted to someone it's because they have just said something that is so funny that yeah I that, that's too peed that my too. pants yeah, that's it. Or, or almost dead. Yeah. Nowadays, I just would, because it's true, after the baby <laughs> thing. Like, I literally can't even, like... And they're like, ooh, you squirted. <laughs> I have to wear pads. When we, like, we'll go, we'll go to, like, karaoke, and I know that I'm going to dance when we go to karaoke, and I, because I just can't help myself. It's really just... And she, like, I feel lies, it. I feel she, like, it, lies, and lies on the floor and, like, kicks I do. her legs up. She's I really the, go for she's it. She's the best person It's to interpretive to dancing, with. you guys. You should yeah. really look into this. It's very freeing. <laughs> very good thing to do but yeah. every single time I jump in the air I pee a little bit yeah and so <laughs> um, well so we'll so we'll go places and I'll be like uh, I'll be like ah oh, I forgot a pad you know <laughs> and women over 40 and it's not even really about having babies because no, it's you know not. for example we talked it's about not. that like my friend Jody, for example has never given birth uh, and she was like, I don't know if it's really about having babies because I can't even like walk quick across the yard without yeah. being a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Every time I cough, <laughs> yeah. every time I sneeze, if I laugh, yeah. you know. So there just there comes a point yeah, where you just got to accept. Yeah. The muscles aren't what they used to be, and you could spend you know all your time doing Kegel stuff. That but doesn't matter. It's not going to change it, ladies. I hate to tell you. Right. Am I right, ladies? Am I right, ladies? Um. Uh, Yes. Someone went, yes. Yes. (laughs) How how long should you wait to have sex when you first start dating? Uh, As long as you want to. Whenever you want to. Uh, Two hours. That's about how long I wait. I don't... It's such a silly question. If you want to have sex, have sex. I don't... Just have sex if you want to. Yeah. Of course. Who cares? Of course. Two to four hours. Is your hand up? There's a hand up. I can just see a hand (gasps) just shot up. But it's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. go get her. Go get her. Look at Rosa. Go, go get Rosa. Her, Rosa. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's go get her. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot to say about this. Um, okay. Th- okay. The reason this question, I didn't even write it, my friend. Oh, wrote. you didn't. Okay. But, but listen. Yeah, sure I you just didn't. came off of a, a summer of no dating because okay. I kept dating unavailable men and then I hit a bottom with it and I was like, I need help. I need to get, so I like did this whole like work around dating and relationships and all of my, you know, repetitive 
my patterns. Mm-hmm. I get One a girlfriend. So that now going back out on dating, now there's like rules, like no kissing until the fourth date, no having sex until commitment because what happens is part of the pattern is I'm so horny and then I'll be really attracted to them and then I'll f- them and then I'll get attached <laughs> and then I'll think and then I'll be like, oh my God, you're so great. And I'll like make a story up in my head of like who they are and then I'll get to oh. know them and then I'll be like, oh shit, I don't like you at all. You're and it'll yeah. be like two months later and I'll be like, oh my God, I can't stand the sight of you but I'm afraid to break up with you because you like me so much. <laughs> yada, 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 nine months later, again. A baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you set yourself up. That is a problem. You set yourself up. Something else, something better. Out something of that better. This is like a Sarah that Jessica that Parker would be movie. Worth it because something would have come of it. Oh, but like, so I wish that happened. Really? So it's like <laughs> I feel like I have to put this like boundary on like I have to get to know you first or something because if I get if I have sex and I go blind. Okay, with but that's oxytocin. the whole point. Yeah, well that's okay. what we but that's what we just said. When you want to, and that doesn't necessarily mean when you, you physically en- want you, to. Yeah, you can enjoy you can enjoy sex with someone you desire and it doesn't mean that we're not saying you know, go crazy with your like you know id and just like have sex with everything and the furniture and everyone unless just you because, want to but, but if thing, you unless yeah you i mean have to. sex with the furniture if you want to i don't yeah. care i have no judgment around that There's but some furniture porn you, that's that's what we mean uh, when you want to which has to do with your physical and your mental decision making right and the other thing about that incidentally <laughs> Is kissing for me? It would be like no kissing until kissing. I really, intimate. really like you. Yeah, kissing. But more sex intimate. is is okay. <laughs> I, you know, so whatever kissing. Well, the thing, the thing, is, uh, what you're talking about is that is that when once you have sex, I hear you. The chemicals start, and you and you and you build some amount of attachment that you didn't really want to be there. But if you can keep your head about you. Who cares, right? Like you can have it, the th- if you can keep your head about you amid the fact that chemicals get. It's true, chemicals do get hit off once when you have sex with somebody, but that doesn't mean that you have to commit anything to that person if you don't want to. Right. The whole nine month thing is interesting to me that you just said because I'm like you, you just said you like you were like I don't really like him. Yeah, end, but know? it seems like that happened much sooner, and then nine months later, you're like in, yeah, in this horrible turmoil. You don't own anything. I think that's a woman thing, isn't that a woman thing? No, like, not necessarily. No, but I'm saying that that women often feel that way, like like that they that they can't that they they, they can't as easily that they can't stop something just, just like like brush something off or or be done with something. But I think there's more to you can it, do it kindly than that. I think, I mean, what, what, okay, what do you think? I, okay, I think that when people have a hard time breaking up with someone, um, there's more to it than simply not wanting to hurt the other person. I think mm-hmm. oftentimes it's that there's, um, I have something right now, and if, if I um, break it off, then I'll go back to not having something. Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes people are like trying to, dis- to determine whether settling is a good idea. Because no, there is it at never least is. someone there, it never is. Uh, no, God. That boring person. I spent three years with the most no, boring person in the world, and no I don't remember anything about him. Yeah. Three I years. I, I literally can't remember one thing about him except for the stuff that's been written down. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. But also, um, it sounds like you know what 
you need to do. So what Carrie's saying is true. Like, if in fact you do want to have sex, um, but you know or you, you really believe and you know yourself well enough to know that it's going to turn into this thing, then yeah, by all means, hold off. But if you want to do the work around being able to have sex and also dealing with the way that you um, end up entangled or enmeshed with people, then that's a separate thing. I mean, it does make sense to me, right? That she knows her, she knows that this is the pattern, and so she's saying, I'm not going to do it even though I really physically want to because emotionally and mentally it turns into this mess. Well, let me, that's okay too. Yeah. Like you can refrain from having sex if that is actually what's sure. best for you. Sure, but I want to say this too, and I don't, this may or may not be relevant for you, is that when you feel that crazy chemistry with, with men, and it's the same thing again and again, and they're always like what you feel like, like you said, like unavailable men, like some, something that's not, you feel like isn't right for you, I am a strong believer in that chemistry for being an opportunity to learn something about yourself or to grow through it, um, as opposed to just, you can't, you can't stay away from it is my point. Is you, you can't stay away and like choose some like super available man that, man that you're not gonna be into, or you're not gonna feel any chemistry around. It's never gonna work. It, there's something about the unavailability, and I can say this from experience, there's something about the unavailability that is hitting on a wound for you that you have stuff to learn about, you know? That you can, it, instead of project, it, we project onto, onto partners all the time, but instead of, instead of allowing that projection all the time, to pull that back and be like, what is this really about for me? And what am I, what am I lacking? Or what is this hitting on? What's making me feel so bad? And helping yourself through it. And then you wind up finding yourself attracted to different kinds of men over time by doing that work. So uh, I believe strongly that our, that relationships matter in that way, that they help us uh, grow around intimacy and around self-growth. And that actually all relationships are actually about self-love and about learning to love ourselves better if we use them that way, you know? So I just want to throw that out Absolutely. There. I think it's really, really amazing advice. And I also think that it's important to know that when you are coming from a place of a wound or something that you live with internally, that your trauma or your wound just kind of lives like a rock or like um, yeah. like a ball in, inside of you. And we often try to do this thing where we try to jump over it. Uh, I'll just have sex and I'll do this or I'll drink a fifth of vodka or I'll gamble and spend all my money and want to die, <laughs> whatever it is. Again, not from experience. Okay. <laughs> but the only way to actually deal with this ball of trauma that lives inside of you is to go through it. And so you, you go through it and, and maybe that means that you confront what's happening with you in that dynamic, that sexual dynamic, or and you go through it and then it breaks up and now you have these smaller, more um, uh, approachable pieces, things that you can, these smaller pieces that you can actually look at that you can deal with and the more you deal with them, the easier it is to live with them. Because they're not gonna actually go completely away. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all heard us talk about this, but like when you have trauma or like wounds that live within you that come from a formative place, you, there's no cure. There's only a way to find out more about it and manage it by actually looking at it, going through it, confronting it. It's really hard to do, but it does wonders, right? And sometimes that means diving right into the thing that is the most frightening. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, let's let's uh, take a little break and uh, acknowledge where people had the craziest sex. 
I'm just oh, going to read crazy. a few of them. I'll Let's take a little break just to acknowledge where people have had crazy sex. <laughs> just to lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, craziest place I've had sex, roof of my high school. All right. That's pretty good. That's all right. The loading dock of Walmart. <laughs> and it says the building, the building was not occupied by Walmart at the time. All right. Well, then that doesn't matter. You can't say Walmart then. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't say Walmart to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Graveyard. Yeah. Well, join the club. Public hot tub, eh, join the club. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the cra- craziest place I've ever had sex was in my high school choir room. That's good. That's good. I like that. In the giant paper mache plant. I like plant, how that's craziest place. Yeah. Okay. In the giant paper mache plant, which was part of the set for Little Shop of Horrors in the theater of my college, you win. That's, that's awesome. And Audrey. Audrey was the plant, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Your daughter's name. Uh, well, we didn't you have to say that. You confused me. Well, it confused me oh, when you said but, it. Uh, wasn't the plan Audrey? It was Audrey the woman he was in love with. Yeah. Okay, whatever. In the foyer of... Foyer. Uh, of an apartment... Sorry, foyer. Of Thank an apartment you. complex at the top of the winder stairs over the railing. Very high chance of people entering the building, right? Okay. Uh, That's part of the thrill of it all and stuff. Yeah, I can't read that. The fitting, oh, the fitting room, room at, at Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's. Oh, Nordies. Well, join the, cl- join the club. <laughs> the craziest place I've had sex in... I'm not uh, in that club. ...is the Oregon Theater. Oregon okay. Theater? Oh, that's that. The, oh, oh my gosh. The Oregon okay, Theater. I have an Oregon I mean, Theater were, story. I bet you do. Woo! Masturbating zombies. Oh, wait, what do you mean? Okay, so I had a boyfriend. Um, we were, you know, pretty out there a little bit sexually okay and so we went to the organ theater and at one point um i was i was i was pleasuring myself (laughs) that's what they would say like and you know on npr (laughs) so i was doing that um you know really for the benefit of my boyfriend but everyone's watching this movie and there's all this it's all very like crazy and all of a sudden i look up and literally they're like like 15 shadowy figures all masturbating <laughs> like coming toward me in slow motion oh. and they're all masturbating it was like oh. they look like masturbating zombies to me where I was just like okay not so awesome I thought it would be sexy it turned out it wasn't at all especially because it was just quite filthy it felt quite um, threatening it sounds like yeah just a bunch of like slow motion slow moving masturbating men like it wasn't <sighs> when I say it out loud it sounds like it could be cool but in, act, in real life, it wasn't cool at all. It felt Ma- very... Masturbating in the Oregon theater is not as, ex- as, not as good as you would think. I was think. like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, but good for you. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, playground. Join the club. Uh, gondola. Carrie's got a lot of clubs. What do you mean, playground? That's like... I, I'm just saying you have a lot of clubs. Oh, I have every a lot of clubs, you're like, yeah. Join the club, join the club. Gondola. Oh, I've that never, you know I've what you know who that is. Gondola. I oh, talked know, to this person. You know who it no, is. I talked to this person don't, earlier. Don't call him out. I'm not going to. <laughs> she has literally. I mean, really, get to know me, Carrie Cohen. Have we not been friends forever? Do you really think I would do that? <laughs> but I already By the know. Way, yeah. But I already know based on the fact that you said you know who it is. So there's I like do. two people in the audience who no, I'm no, guessing no, between. No, 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 no. You don't know this person. Okay. I talked to him out there. Oh, okay. Um, it was at the Disney. It was at the at Disneyland. Oh. On the gondola oh, that goes the gondola that goes through the it's a small world? I don't know. Cause that would be crazy. 
Oh, at a ski resort. Oh, so it's not the person I thought it was. A Two gondola, gondolas? A gondola, like the thing that goes up in the air. Who knew gondolas were so sexy? I thought gondolas were the thing. We're in water. It goes up in the Those, air? They're both gondolas. Yeah. Those gondolas that go like down. Uh, <laughs> Tanya's like, yeah, gondola. yeah. So, uh, called her out. <laughs> my oldest friends in the audience, and I just sort of go, yes, yes, that's right. There are two, there are two types of gondolas. <laughs> so there's the boat kind. Yeah. Like in that's, Venice. That's what I was imagining. That's what I was. And imagining. then there's also the air kind that come down. I and, see. Right. I see. Well, good for you. Like the tram. Oh, and speaking of Disneyland, while yeah. at Disneyland during the early '90s, meet a, uh, meet a Midwestern female. In, important info. Midwestern female. Those and had, Midwestern and had females. Sex in the sky gondola. Oh. He, he had sex in a sky bucket. That's the and person. And he was swinging so hard, I thought I would die having sex, which I wasn't too mad about. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So lots of gondola sex. That's weird. There is a. Club that's the person I was thinking about, obviously. So there are two people. Oh, there are two people who have had gondola sex, and they that. should meet. They should get to know each other. Especially you guys the find more you each say other. gondola. Gondola. What? Diamanda, Galas, <laughs> exactly. Gondola. But and, and unless any of you have had sex in an it's what a I'm, sexy what word, I was thinking, it turns like out. a gondola, like in the water, like in Venice. Right. I'm not interested. You know, that's, You're not that's interested what in I that? want. No, I'm saying that's what I that's what I'm interested in. I want to know. Have you ever gotten sick like. from a- analingus? I haven't personally ever gotten sick from analingus. Oh, that's a good question though, because you don't could, you wonder though. about that? I wonder about that a lot. That's a good question. Have you ever gotten sick from, from you mean from... Like a rim job. Licking a butt, yeah. Lick, licking a butt. <laughs> from like licking a butt. I'm, I mean, that's you a good question. You cer- no, I mean, you could, but... I but think really, our, but really, our mouths I, I mean, are, are, are really good for... Because uh, uh, they're so germ-filled already. No, right? no, no. Um, you could get very sick from that if, in fact, there was feces present. Because feces is like will make Aren't you so sick. Aren't there almost always feces present though? No. Like to some extent. Like no. how much? Unless, no. I'm, you I'm can just saying it. like, You're unless, like <laughs> No, no. Listen, I'm saying like a lot of yeah, like a lot of people clean themselves ahead of time. But there are plenty of people who you know they didn't know it was gonna happen, and that they didn't know they were gonna get. A rim job is well, what I'm saying. I mean, take your chances, but uh, I'm just saying, if you eat feces, you might be in trouble because feces, very, very, uh, you know. I guess it depends what your immunity is. Germ-filled. <laughs> I don't. That's how Hep A is spread. Uh, uh, okay, I work in public health, so unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I might be a real bummer. <laughs> you know, like if that's happening, I'd be like, oh, don't do that. Are you insane? <laughs> um, but no. I mean, that rim jobs and all that stuff, pretty common. But I know, like, for example, I, I mean, I know a lot of gay men who, who engage in this, for example, and right. they are typically aware that it's going to happen and they are clean and they make sure that they, you know, do that. All the time, though? Like, that's what I'm saying, like, all the time. Like, Maybe not all the time. Clean? And again, I'm sure there are people who have gotten sick from that. There would have to be, right? Yeah, because it's okay. poo. Okay. <laughs> Makes you real sick. Any advice on feeling lovable and dateable even if you're in a long time between relationships? Is casual sex the best way to get a quick confidence boost? No. No. No, that's probably a bad way to get a confidence boost, I would say. Um, A lot of people try it. A lot of people find out the hard way. (laughs) Exactly. It makes you feel a lot worse if you're already in that place. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, because that's not, I mean, the danger there is, is feeling like that's where your worth comes from, right? So it's about, 
it's about learning to feel worthwhile without someone wanting you, which I have to say, like, I'm, I'm not saying that men, men don't feel that way too, of course they do, but women, man, we are like, we are raised to feel like our entire worth is whether men want us, you know? And so, and so that's such a hard thing to fight um, and to find worth uh, over time in ways that doesn't come from men wanting us. So uh, I think I would say, you know, and I'm not a big fan of, I don't like this whole thing where, you know, it's mostly women who do this to each other, by the way, where they're like, you should be single for a while. You should like be without a man for a while. And I always hate that because I'm like, you don't have to be. You can, if you want to be constantly in relationships, be my, you know what I mean? Like, go ahead. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> you, keep you know what I mean? But I mean, my point. Are you being, expecting like, me to jump in and go? Stop it! I no, mean, no. My okay. point. My point being that that you don't you don't need to take time off from relationships to feel worthwhile. Uh, that's not necessary. We are like we are mating. Unless it is. Uh, yeah, but we are mating species. You know what I mean? Like we are a species that is is it, it likes to mate. If you can find, but if you can, it, the question is: is are you overly are you overly attached around? your mating behavior you know i guess that's the question and if you could do it without which i can being with someone in and of itself isn't the issue right yes i agree with that right so um however if you if it makes sense to take some time off and like learn your worth that has nothing to do with who wants you that's worthwhile yeah and i, I mean i know i know people who i don't think i've never done that consciously i've never been like i'm just gonna be single for a while except for times when i just like <laughs> have completely failed the dating where I'm uh, then I might be like I'm just being single for a while mm -hmm. like as if it was a choice because nobody, nobody wants me <laughs> <laughs> it's been a choice that I don't care <laughs> it's my decision decided yeah. to be single yeah but but I also know a lot of women who get to a point where like I know women like I'm kind of looking forward to it frankly like I walked in to meet Carrie at um, the Moon and Sixpence recently and I was wearing this outfit and I had my you know my, my Ooh, you look like Lily Lily Tomlin <laughs> in um in uh Frank Grace and Frankie, Grace and Frankie yeah she looks she was so like, cool so like my hair like I'm letting my gray hair grow in as you can probably see in these slides and you were wearing like a kimono I wasn't wearing a kimono I wasn't wearing a kimono something like that that didn't happen I've never worn was a kimono something like that happening <laughs> there's something very like hippie yeah happening. I came walking in with my kimono and the... I, I I don't I I loved it whatever it was I loved it I was just wearing a flowy thing. It was, it was just flowy. Um, but she was like, you know, like right when I walked in, she goes, do you know who you look like right now? And I went, who? And she goes, Lily Tomlin. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> and a freaking men, because I love her so desperately. No. But, but I know a lot of women who get older than me, typically, who tell me, so like, you know, 60s, who say, I'm just kind of done with that. Like, what I want to do now is be around the women that I love and like... I can't wait for that. Um, and, and, and that's all I really need. And, and I believe that they are telling the truth. And there have been times in my life, I'm, 40, I'm turning 46 pretty soon here, this month. Baby. And I know, right? Cradle robber. <laughs> wait. <laughs> We're not dating. We're not having sex. Um, <laughs> but my boyfriend is a cradle robber. Yeah. Three years he older than me. True. Three years. Yeah. We had totally different pop psychology references in the 80s. <laughs> pop psychology, pop culture, both. Yeah. Both. Both yeah. things. 
So anyway, I, I feel like I actually identify with that often. Like that thing of like, you know, I, I do love women and I love having conversations with women and I've gotten to the point now where in fact there are times when even though like Ruben and I are together, definitely, but if Ruben wasn't around, I don't think I would at this point mm. be like, I gotta date someone, mm. you know? Uh, and I think that that is okay. But you're right. I think telling people they should try to do that is a projection and it's not fair because people get to just kind of choose and decide for themselves. And I think it can be harmful to tell somebody, um, maybe you just shouldn't date because of this and that. It's not up to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're saying. That is, and also... You don't have to feel like you have to take a break or like a, you know, I no. need to take a sabbatical. And also, you don't I think take a sabbatical. It, it gets put on women a lot because, um, mm-hmm. in our, you know, women are, are so uh, made to be like, uh, dependent on men in those ways and it's like the assumption that they're being dependent on men yeah. is, is my problem the only way for you to be a whole person is to not be with a man or whatever yeah yeah you can be a whole person and still be with a man yeah. or a woman right or a man or and a woman whatever mm-hmm. two men and one woman right <laughs> three uh, men two women let's see what else all we those things going on here uh okay uh well, i like this one <laughs> <laughs> because there's literally what? no there's literally no way I can answer this. <laughs> exactly. But I love it. Why is my fiance so demanding? <laughs> I wish I could just be like, mm, exactly. and then be like, because exactly. You know, yeah. Oh, exactly. Why because her mother, you know, like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know your fiance. Yeah. But I don't know, but it sounds rough. Because she's a Why? human. Yeah. Why is my fiance so demanding? Because she's a human. It just sounds. That's my like... answer. She's a human, and frankly, we're the worst species. We are. We're the worst species. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds though like, like what? I read that. That's the first one I've read where I'm like, therapy? Yeah. Like, you know, maybe, maybe there's something that's going on there. You, yeah. you sound exacerbated. Yeah. Is e- that, e- exasperated. What did I say? Exacerbated. Exasperated is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as I told you. Yeah. Okay, what's that one? How do you determine if someone is too young for you? And the, by the way, the too young is in quotations. <laughs> mm. Okay, too young for you. Um, this was a recent debate at work. One person said, half your, av- half your own age plus seven years. I've heard that too. What? Uh, okay, half your own age plus seven years. That's interesting, wow. right? That's interesting math. I have to think about that. I, I, uh, I, you only, they're, they're too young for you if they feel too young for you. Yeah. Well, and you know, if they're, you know, a child. So. <laughs> that's a, that's a good, that's a really good cutoff. That's yeah. a very good cutoff. Here's the 18, first, here's a starter. 18 and 19. <laughs> yeah. Meh. But like, really, I mean, 18 and 19 is legal, but however, really, like if children. you're 30 or whatever, they're still teenagers, they're still children. So, and I often hear that, like, so you guys, when I, um, so I had my daughter, uh, and after that, my friend Lucinda was very much like, you need to do Match.com or OkCupid or whichever one it was. Okay. And I was like, no, God, I can't even imagine. She was like, if you, and finally she was like, if you put up a profile, I will make it for you with you. If you put it up for 24 hours and you still don't want to do it, you can take it down and I won't bother you anymore about it. So I did it. And within those, I was super honest too, my age about being a single parent of a toddler and no like back and forth joint custody whatever right so I got three messages one was from a guy who was already angry with me <laughs> he was like my wife has a girlfriend and now it's my turn and like I also have herpes and if you have a problem with that I don't care screw you and I was like whoa okay like I, 
You're already so furious with me. That I, okay. The second guy referred to himself as a talented lover. <laughs> okay. And please don't ever. Gross. Don't ever. Don't. Don't say lover, first Do of not. all. Do not. Yeah. Or making love. Don't say that yeah. either. But lover is particularly bad. And not only that, but one of his photographs, he had his foot up on a rock and he was posing and he had those individual toe shoes on. It's a deal breaker. I'm sorry, you guys. So, if you use those for climbing rocks or whatever breaker. you do or climbing walls or... Yeah. I don't know, whatever people do with those shoes. Yeah, that's gross. I don't like them. Yeah. But the third guy, I feel like I'm telling like a fairy tale, but the third man <laughs> wrote me at like 3 a.m. and he was scraping the bottom of the barrel because he was looking, he was 56, I was 39 at the time. He was 56 years old, and he was looking for women between the ages of 18 oh. and 32. Oh. I was already past his, you know, I was way up there, you know, like yeah. old broad. Okay, and he basically was just like, anyway, if you're interested, just write me back, don't care. <laughs> and I was like, clearly, because you're looking for children. Yeah. And I'm yeah. 20 years younger than you and still too old for you. Yeah. Okay, Gross. so I've got all kinds of feelings about this. But I will say that um, if you really can't talk to someone about your life and your experiences, nostalgia is really important. Your experiences in life are really important. I dated someone who was 19 when I was 24, and she'd never seen a John Hughes film, and I was like, this isn't going to work. Yeah, yeah. Not because, I mean, it sounds really shallow, but I just realized we really didn't have... Like, at that time, that, that distance was much bigger than it is now. That I feel that way when I write someone, when, like, you're, you first text, and, like, it comes back as green. I'm like, all right, this isn't going to work. What does that even mean? It means they don't have an iPhone. It means that, it means that, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't have uh, an iPhone. I, well, it's different. We're not sleeping together. I feel well, like I know, we're, but not, we're not going to have like a long-term relationship together. You have to I have just, a, like, they have to have an iPhone? For I, you just, to... I just feel like I just need it to come back blue. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> People out here understand me. I really they understand. can't. Okay. People who don't have iPhones don't understand, right? <laughs> See, just, other people I understand. I have, my There's daughter something. has an iPhone, and I find it really annoying. Well, that's why. <laughs> that's, why mm-hmm. that's why. That's <laughs> why. That's why you're sending back green texts and wow. certain people you're, you're are You're reminding like, me well. of like those AA people who are like, someday you'll have what we have, but... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't believe in God. Well, that's cute and adorable, but one day <laughs> you'll understand, atheist. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying there's something about that. Okay. Where it's, that, it feels too hard. Good. It feels too hard when I it really hope green. someday I can be as cool as you with your iPhone. <laughs> you and all the spokespeople out there. Well, obviously, obviously, you were wonderful enough that even with your green text back, like we, you, I continue to count you as, you know, one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, I feel honored. That's what I'm saying. That with my subpar <laughs> technology, you're still able to look at me. Yeah. Well. And talk to me. Yeah. So Did you, you go you, well? You well, surpassed it. You I, surpassed I didn't say it. I was gonna look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I was gonna. Okay. All right. I, I, are we like? I feel like I don't even know what yeah, time what it is. Time I'm just is like, it, Rosa. Does Where anyone else have uh, questions for what it has been? Yeah. Aww. It's been an hour. All right. Yeah, I was gonna just kind of let you answer one more question if you want. Does anyone out there want to ask a question before the opportunity is over? Raise your hand now. If I ever hold your peace. All right. Fine. Jeez. 
All right, we'll do one more, and then we're going to wrap it up. Okay, I just picked this one up randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are different, but care about each other. Our views are very different about sex, um, discrimination, ideologies, and so on. Does this kind of relationship stand a chance? Hmm. Uh, I wish you would talk to me in person right now about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, y- yes. It does stand a chance. I mean, I guess I'd start there. Of course it stands a chance. Um, I mean, is it working now? Yeah, you know? I, guess, I guess that's the question. Depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, if I was with someone who had completely opposite politics, it would not stand a chance. I didn't see politics, but you said ideology, discrimination, et cetera, so I'm mm. assuming that that's involved. It wouldn't stand a chance for me, but I've seen people who have complete opposite. I mean, there are people out there, like back in the day when I was a kid, first of all, people didn't even talk about like who they voted for. It was like considered really weird to talk about who they were voting for or what political party they were affiliated with. Things are very different now, right? So like you had people who were like, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, we're married, we love each other, blah, 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 blah. I can understand that because I personally cannot divorce that. That's like my, like, yeah. the way that I, I mean, like that's my core value system. Same. So I can't imagine that working, but I know that it does work. But I've work. seen it work. I've seen it but work I've with seen other it. people. I have. You said. I've seen it. I've seen it. We've seen I it. I have seen it work with other people. I've seen other people who are in relationships with people who have completely different like political stances. Mm-hmm. Same here. I can't imagine it. I but personally can't. However, I think it, it can. I don't know how, but if it's working right now yeah. I, uh, and, and you want to continue, um, I would say keep doing what you're doing and see what happens, knowing that it, it could certainly be an obstacle because those are... Typically, when you're saying ideologies, discrimination, et cetera, those are core values. Yeah, that's a hard one. That go, that runs so deep. I don't mm-hmm. know. That would, I mean, that would run deep for me. I would have a really hard time with that. Yes. But, but you know, if I guess the question is how how deep does it run for you, mm-hmm. right? I guess that's the question, is mm-hmm. how much it matters to you. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even like. I mean, way off, right off the bat, I'm like. I'm like... I wouldn't even well, let someone sit at our table If I had any sense... One time, because yeah. he, he tried to come over and talk to us, and then he happened to mention that he had yeah. voted for Trump, voted for and Trump. I was like, leave. Not yeah. allowed at the table. Don't even want to talk to you. No. This I'm too bo- traumatized by you and your ilk. No Republican D. Sorry like if to anyone out there. I can't imagine that's the case, no. but maybe, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you're a Republican, to me, that's I'm disturbing. Too. It's like, you're already, you've already screwed every woman, so <laughs> you don't get to screw this woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not getting in here. Not getting in here. <laughs> You've already screwed all the vaginas. Me, the like, rocks, give up the box? <laughs> no way. And Rosa's like, all right. And, and on that note. On that note. <laughs> Thank uh, you for being here. Yes, give it up. Thank you to everybody for showing up. Thank you, Kellys, again uh, for hosting us. We are Casual Sex. Uh, tip your bartenders. We're gonna take about a 15 minute break and then Laughing in the Dark is going to come on. Yay. um, I wanna say one thing really quickly before we get done is that we're gonna keep these and um, we will address the ones that we didn't address here. Yeah. Live, I mean on air, on our show. Absolutely, we will. So now you have to listen. (laughs) Um, You can find us online, xray.fm. You can stream the show. There's all the past shows. Um, you can tune in on a radio at 107.1 FM or 91.1 FM uh, every Thursday, 9 p.m. And 
Thank you so much for letting me be your producer. It's been, it's been awesome. awesome. She's the best. Thank you, Rosa. And uh, thanks, everyone, again. Enjoy. We're just going to play some music for a few minutes, and then we'll be back. All right, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Okay.